0: Coming to you from beautiful Flagstaff, Arizona, this is the Drinking Horn Meadcast. Join us as we take a deeper dive into Mead and Mead culture. Oh, hey there! You've stumbled upon part two of our Viking Age archaeological finds of 2022. If you haven't listened to the first episode, part one, It's not really in any kind of particular order, but you might as well start from the beginning, I guess. And if you're here coming from episode one, episode one, part one, uh, if you're from episode one, keep listening to the others. There's some great ones out there. Uh, But if you're coming from part one of the articles episode, uh, welcome back. And I hope you enjoy these articles just as much as you did the others. As always, please subscribe. I know you, you know it might get tired of hearing it over and over again, but it really, really does help us to reach more people who might like the Meadcast. Meadcast, Meadcast, Meadcast. And uh, as always, if you have any thoughts or ideas on future episodes or past episodes, throw us a comment on our socials, or you can email me nick at drinkinghornmeadery.com. All right, let's get to it because we got lots more articles to get to. Here's Evan with his next one, Skull. Your turn.
1: Nice. <clears throat> so I love just the, the name of this at first, uh, from, like from where it's from. Once again, I have no title. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the date for the article, though, is August 30th, 2022. Um, and where this occurred is about 240 miles north of Oslo. Oh, yeah. um, in a place called the Jotunheim mountains.
0: Nice. Yeah.
1: Which Jotunheim like giant. Yeah. Land. Yeah. Cause that's like the giants from North Norse mythology yeah. and like, yeah, it's in Norway. Um, so of course they, it's named that, I guess, but like, I guess these mountain range is just huge. Oh, it's I like go. Both in, in size and in area oh. is a very large mountain range. And so Jotunheim um, translates into the land of the giants. Yeah. and was also oh. basically one of the, uh, literally one of the lands. Um, pretty sure somebody can correct me on this one, but like pretty sure Jotunheim was the land of the giants in Norse mythology. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think so, you're right. Uh, pretty cool. Anyway, it's in a place called Inlandet County. Mm. Mm-hmm. So many hard names. Yeah. Um, And this one was kind of interesting because this whole article is is linked to some of the climate change that's occurring up there. Mm. Um, And so as these, apparently a glacier coming through an area um, very slowly, at least as our current understanding of it is, which could be entirely wrong, um, but a glacier coming into an area works really, really well to preserve some of the stuff that it smashes over. Ah. It just Mm. smashes things too, right? Like it creates a very um, geologic, like specific sort of mark on rocks where you can see where glaciers have been because yeah, they create like scraping. Yeah. Yeah. They create right. this effect that doesn't appear to align with like other things, um, which can be crazy to see like here in the desert and stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway, um, so a glacier was, a glacier was melting due to a heat wave. Um, cause this was, you know, during summer of last year when all these areas that hadn't seen above 25 degrees Celsius or whatever, were getting to like whatever 40, I don't know what it was. Don't don't quote me on those numbers <laughs> I will not <laughs> but it was it was warm and so like the archaeologists knew this was in a warm area um, so they had been going out to check out the area because they, it was already known archaeologically archeologi- as a reindeer hunting site mm. um, I have' in quotations here not sure how they knew this yeah <laughs> um, I mean they must have found stuff already as things were melting back mm-hmm. that gave them indication that they would find more things yeah. And something that the article said that I thought was interesting is that glacier works really well to preserve the artifacts until that glacier melts. And then some of these things like iron could be perfectly preserved under completely frozen conditions. As soon as it melts, shit starts to rust. Mm, So like that's like it's a it's a very time sensitive kind of thing where these archaeologists have to get out to these recently thought out areas and start. You know, rummaging. I don't don't know. There's archaeologists probably have a better word for it than rummaging. (laughs) Rummaging, (laughs) But they have to start rummaging around (laughs) these areas and try to find what was going on because pretty quickly things can start to degrade. And, you know, I mean, think about it. Like, we find some weird stuff, like way up north, like palm trees and frozen mammoths and stuff like that. (laughs) As soon as that's exposed for a pretty short period of time, flesh starts to degrade. That would be the first one, you know, and then as well as like metals and linens and cloths and everything else. So I just, Very interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah. They had to go grab that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So they updated. got to get out there quick. So they first found a 1500 year old era, arrow. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> era. Damn you mead. They <laughs> first found a 1500 year old arrow, um, which would most likely predate what we consider the Viking era. Cause that's a couple hundred years before that. Not mm-hmm. a huge amount. By any means geologically a blink of an eye yeah, um, oh, yeah. <laughs> which is my new phrase nowadays is Blink. people tell me i'm late and i'm like geologically i'm on time <laughs> yeah <laughs> um so after that they found another arrow, and like i think they like these arrows are really well preserved like even the shafts are, huh. are still on them they're not finding something that i found That's interesting cool. like they're not finding arrowheads which is common out here. Like oh. you can find them on roads and stuff yeah, yeah. in the Southwest sometimes. Um, but this was actually a arrow, like the whole arrow. Like, oh, so they are finding the arrowheads, but they're finding more the than whole thing. The yeah, gotcha, you're, you're gotcha, getting. Gotcha. Gotcha. I was like, head, what happened to the arrowhead? <laughs> the head, the fletching, and the shaft. Oh, the fletching, yeah, the whole thing. Hmm. Whole, which is, I mean, that's the, that's the three parts of an arrow. <laughs> that's that's yeah, pretty much uh, it. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> um, and like they they were able to date some of this stuff because of the arrowheads that were on it were iron um of slightly different qualities you know stainless steel stainless steel is basically iron with what is it a little bit of nickel coke no oh coke coke and oxygen oh cocaine no coke coke like the rock coke um so i don't know it's just kind of you know it's interesting um yeah, I already covered my next point on there. Um so the <laughs> the find the part that I find interesting is like, you know, these things melt. They're pretty much saturated like with water, right? Like because they're frozen in ice. They're also kind of saturated in the water. Yeah. Um but to have frozen that the timing is something that I find very very interesting. Um because they must have also not been exposed to air in warmer climates for long enough. Before the ice came, otherwise they would have also degraded. How long does it take a dead stick to degrade in a moist area? Yeah. Moist. (laughs) You can edit that Yeah, like dropped right down into the glacier
0: or something like that.
1: Yeah, but this was like, if this is a reindeer area, they're definitely like more attuned to to cold climates for sure. But like, so it could have been that maybe they were hunting on top of the glacier and I'm thinking of it in the wrong way instead of like them hunting in a verdant field. And then glacier comes in oh shit you didn't see that one coming (laughs) i got my tent
0: yeah well this uh, that's funny um i actually was looking at another article that was talking about that specifically and uh they were about hunting grounds near these glaciers that were melting and it may be the same group i don't did you have a name of the group because the name of my group was secrets of the ice They were, like, out there That is awesome. Yeah, (laughs) they are out there in in Norway grabbing that. But they talked about the hunting. So in the summertime, the deer would go up the mountain to these snow patches to, like, get cool and to, like, I don't know, maybe drink or something like that. Um, And so they would go up to there. So they also found this, this hunting gear near these, like, within these melting glaciers. So
1: that must be, like, more of what happened is it was, like, oh, excuse me, animals migrating to an area that was already maybe slightly glaciated. Yeah. Like on its way. slightly glaciated. We're going to, we're going to work on some of these terms. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I, I, yeah, there's so much like
0: detail. I mean, there's probably, you know, people have entire master's degrees on this kind of stuff. like, Like we have to think about like, You know, the timing of a glacier, like when it was there, like the timing of these people, the timing of iron versus other kinds of iron, like, you know,
1: like, Forget us if we don't really know what the hell we're talking about. I'm interested, like, were they hunting on top of the glacier or were they hunting like in front of the glacier or were they like, I mean, if you're an animal, a glacier is a great place to go get water if it's a relatively arid environment. Yeah, yeah, that's a go-to for sure. So the next thing they found was a three-bladed arrow. Oh, I think I saw this. I'm I'm assuming that means like, like the arrows I hunt with are generally three bladed where mm. it's like they stick out from the shaft um, as opposed to like, I don't know how else you would make a three bladed arrow. Yeah. So that's kind of a dumb comment, well, but we're going <laughs> to roll with it because it, it just like for anybody else out there, the bow hunts, like it, it's, it's basically a modern design of blade. Yeah, you're say, you're not
0: side. saying it's like three blades parallel to each other. <laughs> right, right. They,
1: they stick out like a jacked up pyramid. Yeah, exactly. Triamid. <laughs> Pyramids have four sides. Oh, triamid. Also learned that in my research. Oh, huh, cool. Uh, so when items are... Well, they have more sides than that, but whatever. Um, <clears throat> so... I, I don't know. It's just kind of interesting. So the glacier is currently 30% of what it was 20 years ago. This article was pretty heavy on the uh, the climate change yeah, yeah. aspect of things. Um, and just saying that, like, I mean, that gives us 70% more area to go check out as it melts, you yeah. know? Oh, so it's 30% gone. It's 30% gone from gotcha. where it was at 20 years ago. Yeah, yeah. More yeah. stuff. So, yeah, that's 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 70% more stuff to find. Cool. You know, glass, glass half full of your melting glacier or about a third <laughs> or two thirds glacier, two thirds full. Right. And this, 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 article also mentioned, um, so this was like August ish last year, 2020, once again, like during this massive heat wave that a lot of Europe was experiencing Western Europe, um, and I just also mentioned like the the Elbe River. I'm going to pronounce that wrong. E L B E, which runs through Germany, um, and the Hunger Stones, which I thought were like really cool. This has the nothing to do. Hunger stones. Yeah, it has nothing to do necessarily with like all the rest of the Viking stuff. But I'll, hmm. I'll keep it to under two minutes, I promise. <laughs> um, so as these creeks and rivers started to lose water and started to get to lower levels than current living people had ever seen, they started finding in. A lot of like these populated areas they started finding these stones that had stuff carved into them um that basically said like it wasn't in modern language like this is they're, they're probably from they think like maybe five to seven hundred or something like that um or maybe before that because um, what little ice age was like 13 to 1800 or something like that mm-hmm. so like i don't know anyway um Somebody, that, there's definitely articles that you can figure out to say <laughs> what time period they think these are from. But these stones just say like, Hey, if the water ever reaches this point, like you need to start really saving food and be ready. Cause you're fucked.
0: Whoa. Really?
1: Yeah. yeah. Oh, they were, they were dubbed the hunger stones. Huh? And it's uh, and these, these, it was just like carved into stuff that like people started finding as the water level dropped. And it was like, hey, prepare, get ready. Wow. I need to look that up. That's super interesting. Yeah. That's pretty cool. And kind of terrifying. Yeah. Because I like read it in an article and then like, oh, that's nifty. Turn it off. Enjoy my 75 degree house. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Go eat foods that I shouldn't be able to find this time of year. You know, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. nipping on a mango
0: yeah
1: (laughs) nipping on a mango although mangoes aren't really seasonal I don't think (laughs) pretty much year round well when you can truck them in (laughs) it's all year round yeah Yeah. so yeah that's that one just kind of interesting that was the I think think that was the only one that wasn't just like no I guess I do have one other that was not from progress and expansion of the humans oh gotcha I can't wait to hear that one mmm
0: Cool. All right. Well, my next one is (laughs) Anarch... I almost said anarchists.
1: (laughs) That's where I thought you were
0: going. Archaeologists unearth Viking Hall in Denmark. The structure may have been used for political meetings or other community gatherings. So... um, We know full and well what a Viking mead hall was used for. Yes. Yes. Everything. Everything. Yeah, every yeah, basically everything. If you want to hear more about what a meat hall was used for, you can listen to episode. Oh man, I don't know, number f- like four or five. The correct episode is episode number nine with Steve Pullington. Uh, I had him on. He is the expert in meat halls, and we talked about what meat halls were, how were they? You know, were literally the expert in meat halls. Yeah, yeah. Like I wrote the probably book. the world expert in meat halls. I would say so. Yeah. Yeah. When you say wrote the book on it, like he did literally. Yeah. Yeah. I have it on my shelf. It's cool. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so yeah, if you want to listen to uh, about meat halls, you can check that out. That's a, a pretty good episode with a lot of information to, uh, unpack and go beyond. But so yeah, archaeologists in Denmark have discovered the remains of a large structure that likely dates to the late Viking age. They say it may have once functioned as a community hall. Uh, it, the, this is the largest Viking age find of this nature in more than 10 years. And we have not seen anything like it before here in North Jutland or Jutland, Jutland, Jutland. Jutland. So just for where so it that, is, that Y, that yeah, YJ, that not an HJ,
1: not a Jutland,
0: J-J. a YJ in Oklahoma, we J- call it the Jutland, 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 uh, but North, North Jutland, um, or see, yeah, We almost have enough time to research these things properly. Yeah. (laughs) Life's busy. Yeah. North Jutland is... uh, I did look at a map, and it is the the northernmost part of Denmark. Um, It's, like, kind of on its way pointing towards, like, Norway, towards Oslo um, up there. And I guess this is definitely the biggest, if not maybe the only, um, hall that has been found in that specific region. Huh. Yeah. And so size-wise... Uh, it is about 130 feet long by 32 feet wide, so about 4,100 square feet. So I was going to ask you, what's the square footage of our
1: hall? Uh About 1,500. So it's a little, it's almost Whoa. three times the size of
0: ours. Oh, my gosh. So okay, I, looking at, at the photo, photo.
1: That's not a small space.
0: That is crazy, because looking at the photo, I, I was like, oh, it's maybe like, I mean, I knew it was bigger, but if, like, if I was like, in, it might be close to our meat hall, but like, if you
1: include cow. like our off limits to customers areas, yeah, um, I, think get, I think you get, I think you get like eighteen hundred.
0: Yeah, and that's a small kind of jut out kind of thing. Yeah, it's a shotgun. Wow. Okay. Okay. So this was big. So so this hall that's, was. That's a
1: pretty big hall. That's a warehouse of a hall.
0: Yeah, and um, and they. So what's cool about this? You'd, too. So you could fit like you could probably fit 150, 200 people in there. Fire code wise? Yeah, fuck the fire code. Oh man,
1: you can fit way more than that. You're, your- well, oh yeah, okay, yes. Yeah, I guess yes, fire code wise. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I, was op- I was operating off of current spatial people limits. Yeah, because we can fit, you can fit a hundred people in our meat hall for sure. It's true. <laughs> they just get real angry with us when we do. Yeah,
0: Yeah. so this hall is also um, reminiscent, uh, they say, of the halls made f- either by or for or whatever, King Harold. Oh. Yeah. And so it is thought that, you know, it was his era and his maybe his doing, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how far he expanded down out of Oh no, he's Denmark. Never mind. He's not coming down from Norway. He is Denmark. So <laughs> so it was maybe one of his halls in this northern region. What they did find, uh, in trying to figure out whose hall it was, it is near a runestone that that, that they knew about already. So they kinda know the the family that may, they don't know for certain, but may have been, it was like this kind of higher up family, a, uh, a nobleman. And so they think that that might have a connection. Cause it's like, I didn't write it down. I forget how far away the runestone is, but it's like real close. It's like, you know, it's not like right at the doorstep, but it's like real close to it. Huh. And so, um, and what, yeah. do we know what the runestone said? Yes. It said, did you, I,
1: ye,
0: ye. Uh, the first article I looked at. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know I'm right here. Duh. Here. Ye, here ye. Yeah. Yeah. I get it. I'm ye here. Are here. 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 We
1: can skip this part.
0: <laughs> the first article I looked at, it just said like, it's near this rune stone that they knew about. And it didn't say anything else. And I was like, wait, what? Like, no, you can't just stop there. I want to know about this runestone yeah. kind of thing, because I think they're cool. So I looked up another article uh, and found one from the Smithsonian that has a photo of the runestone, and it did say what it said. And it said... Okay, here it is. Um, Hove Thorkild Thorborn Bjorn set their father Runelov de Radsnild's stone. So they think it's basically this it's honorarium. A huh? Yeah, yeah. Oh I guess yeah, like a headstone maybe. I mean like, not necessarily on top of the grave, but yeah. like Yeah, so an an on honorarium or whatever for a nobleman named Run Runelov Din Rodsnilda. Um who they already knew about, I guess, from this you know, from this runestone and maybe some other things, but huh. yeah. Um Five foot tall runestone dates to around 970 to 1020. To uh, take
1: the effort to carve something into rock that lasts over a thousand years, like that means something,
0: yeah. And it's and it's all in, um, you know, I don't know if it's like elder folk art or I don't know what type, but it's like it's runes, you know, right. like so it's it's kind of cool and it kind of goes up and then it like comes up to a point, uh, so yeah, you can take a look at it. It's it's held somewhere else, it's not sitting out in the middle of nowhere, you know, it's in a you know i don't know i bet they dug under it like, when they dug it up yeah I sure oh so. I, I would think so yeah all right they may have even built this building around it i don't know uh again that would be really cool because that would
1: mean they hadn't dug it up so there still could be all kinds of shit under it yeah yeah they might start because i tell you what if you want somebody to not rob your grave put a rock on it so heavy they can't pick it up you <laughs> yeah. know what i
0: mean you just got to get it there
1: you got to get the rock there
0: yeah yeah
1: <laughs> but if you're that important of a dude you got like 20 dudes who are sad to see you go who are going to help hoist this fucking giant rock on top <laughs> of your grave yeah yep i mean i'm hoping so i already picked my rock uh, yeah.
0: oh <laughs> nice good
1: that's it's good that's to be step prepared one. boy
0: scouts taught it to me be yeah. prepared pick your rock yeah boulder more or less uh yeah so the archaeologists have only ex- excavated half of the viking hall so far uh, really but got they got tired they aim to continue well i guess <laughs> weather they aim to continue their efforts this year weather permitting um so, I don't know. That sounds to me like they might not even be able to for a whole year. I yeah, I don't know. If they're having it's, weather
1: like we're having this year, good yeah, luck. Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, northern, northern Denmark. It's on, like, the northwest coast, too. That means nothing to me, but maybe that means someone, something to someone out there in the city of Hain, hmm. um, which is kind of a cool name. So, yeah, uh, you can check out some photos of kind of the layout of it um, and, the, and the runestone, and then there's an overhead uh, with a person like laying down in it.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: And that's why I guess,
1: yeah, I could see where it'd be about three times the size of ours. It's pretty big, but yeah, it's for you other nerds out there. Uh, that is probably about the size of like your home mead hall in Assassin's Creed. Oh, it's a big mead hall. Yeah. Like just, just for those out there. Yeah. Cool. I love it. I
0: love it. That's awesome. Uh, I think that's all I have uh, to say about that one. Yeah. All
1: right. <clears throat> so my next one is from a. This article is from October twentieth, twenty twenty two, from Yisby, East Eastby. Oh, like Southern Arizona. Oh, that's Bisby. That's Bisby. Oh yeah. This is on just like lacking one letter almost, yeah. but it's Y S B Y, Yisby. Oh. Esbjörg, something like that. A small town in Sweden. It's 75 miles, like north northeast from Copenhagen. Hmm. Um, and so this is one where it was a new construction. Once again, they were looking to build a home. Um, and is I I was trying to look up some more on this because like in certain areas, um, you legally have to have an archaeologist come in before you can start new yeah. construction. Like, that's a thing in the Southwest, for sure, where, like, if you want to build a building, a lot of times, like, just here in Flagstaff, they were building an apartment building, and they found some fucking dinosaur tracks. Oh. Right? Did you hear about that? The one one-on-180? Yeah,
0: that one-on-180. That's, like, cut into the side of the Into the side mountain. of that mountain.
1: They found a rock with dinosaur tracks in it. I did not hear about that. Uh, apparently, the Museum of Northern Arizona is now owners of said rock. Cool. I want to see it. I don't know what the dinosaur was, but, like... It's automatically a T Rex in my head, without feathers. Rawr. The the nineteen nineties T Rex. Oh, okay. Yeah, How do yeah. you know? <laughs> feathers and hair is not preserved. Not preserved. Could have been a. It's my Jurassic Park T Rex. It's just where mullet. my is where my mind goes. Yeah. Rawr. Uh, so like I I don't know you know I just cool I, I think that's cool yeah um, we have a lot we have a lot of archaeological stuff in this town and you have to a lot of times you have to depending on where you're building and whether it's commercial or residential and blah 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 a whole lot of red tape um but like it's good that in some of these areas people are forced to have archaeologists come in and survey an area at least and yeah. see if it has any significance um historically for us yeah because that's freaking cool hell man. yeah dinosaur tracks it's yeah. awesome. This one, the one here where they found the dinosaur tracks, they weren't even like they had surveyed already, but this was like so far down that it was well past um, where they survey. And so like this was just like this was just a bunch of construction dudes seeing this and being like, "Ooh, that's cool. We should probably tell somebody.
0: Yeah. That makes yeah. sense because they dug <clears> like
1: str like that's a tall oh it's a that steep. was a
0: crazy effort yeah there's a, a, a lot of earth that was taken out of there's there
1: forty foot of soft earth wall that's going to come crumbling down <laughs> into that apartment one day <laughs> sorry if you're living there listening <laughs> to this my ah, it's cheap my bad no nothing's cheap here oh my <laughs> gosh Um so anyway they were sent to survey an area and what they found. It was the cutest little Mjolnir you've ever seen in your life. Aww. that's that's what they found was a little Mjolnir that was like very, oh, not a mule deer. No, not a mule deer. Oh. a Mjolnir. Oh, gotcha., okay. Mjolnir, uh Thor's hammer. Yes. Uh, so they they found a little baby Mjolnir that was one inch by one inch. Whoa, that was so cute. Oh, that was tiny. Um, it was made of lead. What? Well, think about remember me saying earlier, like these soft ass metals, lead is extremely soft are, they don't, they don't go bad over time. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. I'm just saying, how do I mean, you lead, carve it's, lead? Oh, you don't have to carve it. Oh, you said it's soft. Like, uh, you can stamp it. Like you can actually like, huh. you can take a I chunk always, of, of yeah. relatively pure lead and you could almost like cut it. Like if you had a stainless steel knife, you could, you could whittle this piece of lead. Yeah. That's think about nice like stupidity. pencils and like, yeah, all yeah that stuff. I'm, I'm Lead is yeah. Lead yeah. is super is soft. soft.
0: I think of it, I mean, you know, bullets. So I think like, oh, it's hard. It's
1: all. Right, right. No, but they're in bullets because um, it's soft. So I it's control the to... edits in this mead cast and <laughs> I will take that out. <laughs> oh, the cutest little Mjolnir. Oh, the cutest little <laughs> Mjolnir. One by one inch, uh, made of lead. Um, but it may have, they for whatever reason, they didn't have any justification in this or any further explanation, but they thought it may have been covered in gold or silver. Oh, oh. Um, I think mostly just because like plate, it was like gold a, plated or something. Yeah. 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 Ooh, cool. Which like now try to figure out, I mean, I guess lead's melting temperature is significantly enough higher than gold's that you could probably have some molten gold and dip it in. Maybe. Mm. I don't, I don't, I don't know that. I don't even know that lead's melting temperature is higher than gold's. That's, <laughs> oh, I know gold's is 1400 something. Well, well, there you go. There you go. Uh, you, I, I you're did half, halfway there. Yeah, I did half the science for you guys. Halfway now you just there. gotta wonder if I'm a liar or if I actually know what I'm talking about. Or a friar. Yeah, maybe I'm a friar. Maybe I'm a monk.
0: Maybe you'll maybe you'll take
1: your clothes and put it in the dryer. Yeah, I already took them off. Maybe you'll say, "Howdy, sire." I get warm while we do these podcasts. <laughs> uh, so it they, they was definitely worn as jewelry. It's got a hole at the top. Oh, um, that they you know just just like mine. I it's want got a little it. hole at the top where the guy was probably putting it through for for. Same sort of thing as the, uh, oh, I just forgot the name of it. The upside down peace sign or the crow's foot or duck foot. The what? The upside down peace sign. Like things that, some oh, of the, oh, words, oh, the some the, of the, the, the old geese. Yeah. Yeah. The old Some of these symbols that were developed for safe travels and yes. you see it across Protection. like so many cultures, right? Like island cultures, a lot of them ended up for some reason with like that fish hook thing is a mm. sign of, you know, safe travels and prosperity traveling. Yeah, maybe because you got to catch fish because that's what they ate. Um, I don't know, but um, every every culture has them. These little symbols that you wear to help make sure. So apparently there's saints and stuff like that. Like everyone wants protection. Everybody wants a little protection. Yeah, I used to rock a Saint Francis. Yeah, yeah. Francis. Back in my less pagan days. Francis. Oh, less pagan. Uh, so many similar amulets have been found across Scandinavia um but this was the first one found in Ysby and the Halland region. Hmm. I feel like I'm pronouncing Ysby wrong. Yeah, I mean. But but yeah, from that area this is one of the the first found in the Halland region. So I think that's that's their people were pretty excited about it. Um yeah. people also found things there like uh, flint chips, broken ceramic, other little metal bits and pieces. Um and they also found things that they assumed were post holes. Um, Mm. which could be a sign of a building. Of a hall. Yes. Could be. Hard telling, not knowing. It could be a sign of a fence for goats, too. Mm. Okay, so they were...
0: Yeah, maybe smaller in diameter. I, I don't know. It, Who didn't, knows?
1: it didn't mention a post. Yeah, a post hole. A these hole articles. Every one of these articles is only like a couple pages. Could be flat. I need. I need so Flag many posts. more references and things. Yeah. I'm like, well, where'd you hear that? I want to hear some more about these posts.
0: I know. So we are the mead cast We are not the archaeological podcast. Not so. yet, but yeah. I'm getting pretty excited. Yeah. Oh. Oh, i'm drinking that delicious, delicious mead. I need to mm. wet, wet my whistle a little bit too. Tiniest little little you'll ever find. The cutest little you'll ever find. Yeah, I want it. I, no, it's about the yours. size. Yeah,
1: I was like. Oh yeah, is yours. How, what size is yours? That's about one inch by one inch. Yeah, but not made out oh, of. Oh wait, red. I was I was using my dick ruler, home. Oh, let me get a real oh, ruler. Oh boy! All right. <laughs> I guess that'll stay. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's a quarter inch. So. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, Onward and upward. Uh, some would say. All right, is that it? on that one? That's it. Cool. I, only got, I only got one more. You got
0: one more. I got one more. Oh shit! And I kind of mentioned it a little bit before about the the hunting grounds and the glaciers retreating. Oh. So this one is entitled, and this is great for Flagstaff. And I cheated I a we, little bit. I know we didn't hit one. the
1: same articles or the exact same sites, but I'm wondering if we're in the same. Glacier. I think we probably are sick. Yeah, we probably are because these mountains are
0: big, um, and there is like kind of a pat. There, they found like okay. I'll talk about the yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So uh, this one I liked, um, and I kind of like I said cheated only in the sense that like this article is from the beginning in January 2023, and we were talking about 2022. But it was this artifact was was found 2022. Oh okay okay, okay. And actually that's kinda, acceptable. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I just put this up in our stories on Instagram, uh, that this was going to be one of the articles that we're going to talk about today. So it is called a ski. Yep. A ski, a ski <laughs> one more time. Yeah. You yeah. want? Okay. Yeah. I'm still confused. A ski. Okay. From the Viking age melted out of the ice in 2014. F- years later, the second ski in the pair appeared. Damn it. So <laughs> what?
1: I was hoping it would just be one ski.
0: Oh, well, and they would eventually, fi- and they
1: would eventually figure out that like, you know, oh, all those hippies in California thought that they were the ones with their with their surfboards creating the first snowboard. <laughs> yeah. Wrong. Yeah, yeah. Because you know what's easier to carry than two? One. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So, uh,
0: so old uh, old Thorbjorn was like fucking shredding the nar up there on the gnar snowboard. Pow. Oh, Norway! The Norway, the Nornar, the Norway Nornar power, Nornar. Nice oh, man. So this was was found in Norway. I don't know if
1: we could be cooler.
0: Uh, That's why I have to keep going, because I don't want to be uncool anymore. (laughs) Uh, The skis are the best preserved pair from prehistoric times in the world. Uh, But who was trying to cross a mountain pass during winter in the 8th century, and why did they lose their skis? Sometimes you run out of mead. Uh, and wait, and then what happens?
1: You got to go to the next village to get some meat. So you got. Oh, that's cross the reason the they were on. Yeah, it. that's okay. why I they thought were they on. That's
0: the, <laughs> the reason they left them behind. No,
1: that's that's why no. Yeah, they left them behind because they got drunk off the meat as soon as they got close to home, and those suckers got buried in the snow. They forgot where they lost them. Yeah, oh, thousand years goes. But
0: by. they got back to the shack, and they were like, "I got the meat." they like, everyone's bro, where like, are yeah. your skis?"
1: And why are your toes black? <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah, did you paint your toe? No, oh, no. <laughs> You One just fell off by a... Oh, the dog's got it. Oh, oh gosh. You better go ahead and Fido, drink that mean We
1: got to fix this. Fido,
0: get me that... Come back here. Give me that toe. <laughs> uh, so um, I thought this was kind of cool. They, there's some photos of the, of the ski, and then there's like a... a um, what do you call it? A recreation, uh, a reconstruction-like um, painting. Uh, actually it looks like a photo i think it was like a photo the guy reconstructed what the skis would look like um and it was just i don't know it was awesome that that they like you said before that they're finding these things out of these melted glaciers Mm -hmm. and so the group is called i said this before but secrets of the ice and so they found over three thousand items um everything from things from the stone age all the way up to the black death. And in this specific area, they even found carriages like remnants of carriages. So this was a pathway, like this was a mountain pass that has been used over and over and over again for sure. Hmm. Um, and so, yeah, the person uh, says the person who last wore these skis lived in the second half of the eighth century uh, during the run up to the Viking age. Um, so it would have been go right beforehand. Yeah. Yeah. The late seven hundreds. Yeah. One of the craziest things about this, they said they were so surprised, is how, like you said before, the glaciers really seem to preserve things very well. So this was like is like the weird. best preserved, they found the bindings. It, it showed them how, at least this person, who knows, maybe they were innovative and no one else did this, or maybe they were weird and no one else did this, but they show how they would bind them with a front toe and a heel and then a strap that would come up and wrap around their leg. Um, so it showed them, you know, more evidence of how they would connect these skis. Cause they found skis. Before. So kind of a,
1: like a fixed boot kind of situation.
0: Yeah. I mean, it was as like, opposed
1: to like the, like a telemarking cross country ski, only the toe affixed.
0: Yeah. 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 So like huh. a, yeah, almost like a snowboard binding where it attached oh, to, like, the toe and the heel. And... I think he
1: left that shit behind because he accidentally broke his board in two, and now we just think it's skis. It was, a, oh, it was the first split board. Yeah. <laughs> but it it sp- didn't start that way. It started as snowboarding. It he broke it, it, it and he's like, what do I do it. with these two separate things? This is stupid. Yeah. And then
0: moved on. So it started as everyone snowboarded, and this person invented the skis. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So there was also like padding and stuff like around the ankle. So it was kind of like a, like a boot kind of situation where you'd kind of strap in. Um, But yeah, half of the ski was stuck in the ice and we tried to get it out carefully without damaging it. It was pretty exciting, but nerve nerve wracking.
1: (laughs) I was trying to chip out about six inches of ice out back earlier. Yeah. Yeah. That would be nerve wracking. Yeah. trying not to break it. Yeah. I'm using a pick.
0: Yeah. Yeah. He has a pick is that what he's got in In the photo there's like a pick and a shovel and there's like you know they're all looking at it i mean i don't know maybe it's for the photo but yeah there's a photo of them uh taking it out so that's pretty cool um yeah yeah i thought that was uh that was pretty awesome and we all we i mean we know that you know vikings skied Mm -hmm. you know there's evidence of skis and stuff all all over um you know they were like doing that whole like a uh, uh, biathlon kind of thing <laughs>
1: like i got a lot of respect for that
0: skiing with their maybe their arrows or swords or something yeah oh god that sounds so dangerous
1: <laughs> well, just just being able to to move quickly heart racing endurance kind of run and then going to trying to calm your breathing and your heart rate down oh yeah enough yeah. to get a decent shot at something mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's like that's a balance, too. Yeah, that's impressive, right, because you can't yeah. be pushing so hard that you get up to shoot and you're, <laughs> yeah. you're just going to miss. Yeah, yeah, by a, long, by a long shot. A long shot. Huh. I wonder if they can balance it on, like, a ski. Uh, I
0: don't know. Anyway. <clears throat> well, well uh, one other thing about this, um, unique material. So objects made from organic material lie hidden in the ice, objects that have rarely been preserved elsewhere. So, like, you know, just like you were talking about.
1: Yeah. Um, Somehow the
0: ice preserves things really well. Yeah. Yeah. I guess, I mean, that kind of makes sense because bacteria doesn't live in ice, you know, and and like insects don't live in ice, you know, whereas they can live in water. So as soon as it's like actual ice, there's no real moisture. Even if there was bacteria,
1: it's all trapped in the I guess that's kind of true, huh? So So like despite the fact that it's soaked and wet, which I usually assume with like degrading things, there's nothing more detrimental than it just being like wet and then solid
0: yeah you need a you need a some kind of biological thing to degrade it well i guess sunlight can as well but and oxygen um oh and oxidize oh for metal i always forget about metal Mm -hmm. i'm always thinking of like Mm -hmm. organic materials yeah so well the skis are now they'll be exhibited at the historical museum in oslo uh the exhibition opens on tuesday okay it's open now and ran for two weeks it's done um <laughs> november of last year don't. uh the other ski in the pair is on display oh they, oh they split them up i don't know they well they sounds like they didn't bring them together but maybe they will, they've got to that they've makes me to sad too yeah, i'm not too
1: sure why like separating these two skis makes me so sad they'll bring them together so, but they're interested in, as this
0: glacier retreats and, you know, finding evidence, like, cause they don't know the story. Like why, you know, we joked about like, you know, why they left it behind, but like, yeah. you don't know why, but maybe as the glacier melts, they'll find a, you know, a body or, or more evidence of something, mm. you know, they, they could find something to, to complete the story, if you will. Um, which unfortunately, like we, you know, talk about the climate change and stuff like that, you know, is, you know, happening faster and faster, <laughs> yeah. but yeah.
1: Yeah, so so hurry yeah. up, archaeologists! Yeah, don't be no lazy archaeologist. You got shit to do. Yeah, go join the secrets of the ice clan. It's <laughs> <That's> so cool.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's made from honey. Are uh, you got one more. I got one more. Sweet. Um. <clears throat> <clears throat> so this article was from December sixteenth, twenty twenty-two, um, and it the region that it, or the area that it covers is Miyosa. Um, which is Norway's Norway's largest lake, um, oh. 60 miles north of Oslo. Cool. Um, and so this originally started out, they were actually, um, government research mission um, was out there using sonar. So sonar has just gotten like better and better and better, right? Like back in the day, you couldn't tell a whole lot with it. Hmm. And then like as just technology has developed, we've been able to you know, map sea floors and blah, 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 blah. Right. Um, it's gotten a lot better. And so these guys were out there trying to actually discover unexploded bombs from world war two. Oh yeah. So it's kind of interesting. So it was like they, they had seen these things or divers had found these things. I don't know what turned them onto it initially. Um, but they knew there was unexploded munitions in this lake and this group was paid to be out there it was a government you know funded thing government people out there to try to find these live munitions um and what they ended up finding was a whole lot cooler than bombs that hadn't exploded oh my gosh i'm so excited
0: <laughs> they um,
1: so part of the reason that they were in this lake to find these munitions um was because there's some hundred thousand people that get their potable water from here hmm. And they had started picking up um, presence of chemicals that Ooh. are only found in more modern <laughs> munitions. Yep. Right, right, right. They're drinking bomb water. Oh, um, that's the less careful way of saying. And not it. like cool water, not like yo, this water's
0: bomb. Right, no, like <laughs> this
1: water literally has gunpowder residue or whatever, whatever it is they detect out of that. Yeah, there's probably a lot of lead in there too. Oh, so just because it's a soft metal, it explodes well into fleshy bodies. <laughs> so it's what's used. Um, yeah. <laughs> Sad. Like fleshy bodies. Fleshy. Getting fleshier. Um, so previous research out there had found 20 shipwrecks, um, but this was one of the deepest parts of the lake. Uh, and we're kind of used to, I don't know, whatever. We got some really deep lakes around here. We got some really shallow lakes. This one is the, uh, 1350 is the depth on this lake feet. Oh, yeah. Nice. So, almost a little over 400 meters, somewhere right about 400 meters. Um, so like that's that's pretty deep. Yeah, that was deep. That was deep. Um, and they were using, you know, this new newer sonar technology to be able, or more affordable, you know how it is with technology. <laughs> the more it gets used, the cheaper it gets, whatever a government or whatever it can afford. But this was the new, the new, new for me. The them. new, new. Mm-hmm. Um, and so... This got me kind of excited about learning about some of these ships Um, because there was apparently mostly two styles of ship that we look at. I'm assuming they found a ship. ship? Yes. You didn't
0: tell us what they found. Oh, sorry. I'm sitting there waiting. I'm like, what did they find? A ship. A large
1: ship. (laughs) Cool. 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 (laughs) Um, Yes. We found a ship. Yay. A ship. A ship. A ship. It's a big one. Um, And so the, the style of the ship is called a clinker. (laughs) <laughs> yeah i don't know i find that funny it, i do <laughs> yeah. words are funny clinker um which was like the more modern style of ship thought of during the viking age mm. and the the way it worked is like the planking on the sides of it so they would build the frame of it and then on the sides of it they would actually overlap the wood from bow to stern so like it would essentially maybe i got those backwards I only pretend to be a boatman. Um, <laughs> but like from the front to the back, it was overlapping like scales on a fish. Like scales. That's what yes. I was imagining in my head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Like scales mm-hmm. on a fish and it would overlap. Um, so the benefits of making a ship of this style. <clears throat> oh, the, so the other style is where the boards line up exactly to each other, which was called a Carvel. C-A-R-V-E-L. Oh, like the ice cream. Really? Carvel? Carvel? Yeah, is there an oh, ice cream called Carvel? Oh, uh, yeah, I
0: might be regionally. Uh, oh, is that an Oklahoma thing? No, I think it's East Coast. What better way is there to beat the heat than with some cool Carvel
1: ice cream? Fresh. Super smooth, cool. Oh, oh anyway. it's a Jersey thing.
0: I think so. We had Friendly's ice cream there, too, but I don't know where Carvel is.
1: I don't know. It's definitely ice cream. Damn. Sorry. Yo, <laughs> west of the Mississippi, up your ice cream game because yeah, it's weak as fuck. It might. Yes. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> At least we got good donuts. Um, but anyway, um, so the, the benefits of this, you know, clinker, the, the overlapping scales kind of ship, is that it's more hydrodynamic, it's more flexible, and it's actually lighter than the carvels. Oh, um, I'm not a shipbuilder. My neighbor's kid is a shipbuilder now, but he, I don't know how much he would know about historical ships. He's more battleships. Anyway, um, Uh, wait, he's building battleships. Yeah. Like miniature ones. Right now he's actually rebuilding a sailboat yacht that got hit by lightning and the engine got fried on. Hmm. He's like an engineer of boats. It's cool. Pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. It really living in the desert inspires you like that. (laughs) Yeah. Jonas, that's a shout out to you. Uh, anyway, um, so the benefits of it, we kind of already went over the the downside to the to the clinker ships over the carvells is that they were vulnerable to extreme weather. Um, it required apparently like specific wood types to be able to get this overlapping sort of thing to work. I don't know if it's yeah. because like you needed the wood to to kind of have a certain amount of pliability yeah, yeah, yeah. or. Or what it was, um, but it also apparently a, kind of required, like a. I mean, they talk about it using specific tools, but it sounds to me like it was just axes. Um, but it's really more like a specific way of cutting that wood. Cool, which was yeah. not as common in the time, but it kind of allowed for that flexibility and that sort of hydrodynamics to, yeah, yeah, yeah. to help it. Um, which, like, we find that a lot, right? Have you seen the new thing where they're they're so. When a penguin is coming to jump up out of the water, it actually flexes a little bit of its like uh, musculature. It's it's goose pimples. Um, It flexes the the part that holds in that feather and squeezes it really tight against its body, which releases little tiny layer of air, which allows it to swim a whole lot fucking faster and pop up out of the water and shoot up onto an iceberg or whatever, because air has one of the least frictiony surfaces right like there's still friction in air but it has one of the least ones so it it, it squeezes its feathers it oh. creates this little air bubble around mm-hmm. it and then it is able to launch itself up and out wow. not, not because of the air pulling it upwards i mean that no. probably has some effect well like, it was already there though. it's mostly it just the, lack, the air right right or it's or mostly just the lack of right right in fact you would lose air quite yeah. possibly so because like kind, kind of come it, off it, it
0: so it area arrow
1: arrow lubricates itself right And so we've taken a look at this, scientists have, and have actually started designing paint um, for use on boats. You know, it's marine paint Mm. where it actually holds a tiny little layer of air right next to the paint, making it much closer to a frictionless situation. Wow. Yeah, it gives you greater acceleration, more maneuverability, blah, 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 blah.
0: Yeah, that's wild.
1: Yeah, we're always looking at nature and figuring shit out. So I kind of, mm-hmm. I kind of feel like this 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 clinker style of ship was looking at fish. Um, yeah. I always think a carp for whatever reason, just because they have that armored scale kind of situation where hmm. like it's it's very overlapping, it's very heavy duty, um, and it's effective. Oh. So anyway. Um, so the, the Carvel style of ship, which is where the planks are joined by, you know, side by side, it doesn't require any specific type of wood. It doesn't require specific tools. So they said in this article, so it's, it's a whole lot more like friendly to being able to repair it on the go. Oh. Um, so the clinker, but it allows people to kind of date these things when they find this style exactly. of ship down
0: there. When you said that, or when I was thinking of it, I thought the opposite, like it would be harder to repair, but I guess it's, it's not...
1: The Carvels, the yep. ones where they're just set up side by side, yep. yeah, are easier because oh, they oh, oh. they didn't have to use a specific type of yeah. wood. Sorry. And they're saying these clinkers, you had to use a certain type of gotcha, wood. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. That's what I thought. And then so, I, yeah, sorry. Yeah, well, sorry. and so the interesting you me part, thinking about ice cream and fish, and like I'm thought. just like I'm just, <laughs> hungry. I'm just, I'm just <laughs> hungry. I'm just jumping around, <laughs> jumping around like Ugh. little bunny rabbit in my Ugh. yard. <laughs> um, so the the clinker style, which is what this boat was, um, is a very specialized craft from a very short period of time, and actually has UNESCO in tangible heritage by nordic countries Hmm. um what does that mean so we just actually um it was up in the news last week a unesco heritage site the one that they declared in ukraine um which essentially means that all people regardless of where you at have a responsibility to help protect this because it is so important to our history that you better not fuck it up. Yeah. Like, you can attack a country, but you better not blow up this site. Gotcha. Right. Yeah. Um, so, like, it's, I don't know, it's kind of, which is just well, kind of crazy. That is crazy. crazy <laughs> stuff. But, yeah, I thought that was, so that was really interesting. And so that's what they found down there was this old um, clinker ship. And it's now protected under multiple countries agreement to protect this sort of a find.
0: So, so do they get it up and out no, now? Still down no, there. No, it's still down there. Okay, yep. gotcha.
1: Still down there. 1,400 feet.
0: Yeah, yeah, You seen
1: what happens to fish when you fish them up from 1,400 feet?
0: Definitely. I I can say that I have not.
1: No. But you know <laughs> it. like they, they turn into like a blob fish. They blow up. Right. Like a blobfish, if you look that up, it's this like yeah. gelatin, like, gooey-looking fish. They don't look anything like that when they're at their normal depth. Oh. You pull them up from 1,000 feet, and they kind of explode on the inside. Mm, um, yeah. So like this same sort of thing, like man, pulling something up from fourteen hundred feet down in a in a ris- in a lake is mm-hmm. like it's going to take some time. It's going to take. Are a lot they going to even try? I think most likely they leave it where it is. Yeah, that would be my guess. Take some photos, unless like somebody just feels like throwing you know fifty million at a project to bring up this boat. Come on, James Cameron, right? Yeah. Yo, Elon,
0: yo, Elon, pull that boat out. <laughs> Bezos, where yeah. you at? Get off your tippity tap. The phone, Twitter, tippity-tippity-tap. I don't know why I call it tippity-tap. Um, cool.
1: Well, that's awesome. Yeah. Well, it's, holy it's,
0: crap. That is, um, so I don't know Basically,
1: how... all of ours were just from this, like I said, this last quarter yeah. of 2022. Um, so the the current A technology is ever progressing itself along its route, literally sometimes with AI, um, but is ever progressing as well as like our, our climate is changing. Um, and so we're finding lots and lots of new stuff um which is really cool and i hope all these people that are out there that are putting in the the legwork to to find this stuff and to protect it are working hella hard <laughs> you better be fast oh we yeah. appreciate you <laughs> but hurry the fuck up because like <laughs> but finish your sammy and get back and out. get there. back out there <laughs> yeah because like i mean there's so much of this stuff it, things are changing so quickly right now that it's uh whether it's sites in Ukraine or whether it's sites under glaciers or whatever, like it's the, the time is nigh. Yeah,
0: it's under attack. Yeah. So go out and get it.
1: Get it now. Yeah. Otherwise, we're going to lose pieces of our history that we may never have any other link to.
0: Yeah. Yep. Well, cheers to finding new stuff that's old. Just like mead, the beverage itself, it's something. With a
1: new comeback, but it's very old. Yeah. It's a that. That was that. a forced segue. <laughs> no, I, I like it. It yeah. was pushed a little bit, but we know all these guys were probably drinking mead as all these sites were yeah. created. Because, like, you know. They could dig up some,
0: maybe, like you said before, some dirt and maybe an, analyze and find some, some mead,
1: some, <gasps> you know, DNA. I didn't of ever the honey. even think of that. Yeah.
0: Maybe they
1: could find (laughs) me. I'm so excited by that. He's laughing because of of the childlike image that's on my face right now. Yeah, that was was quite the face. And and, yeah, because we would actually know like what kind of honey. And then if you could start to figure out what kind of honey, you could start to figure out what kind of flowers these things were getting this stuff from. So like if you could. Yeah, I wonder if mead holds through into the urine. And then you could start creating recipes things to think about well cheers nick cheers yep episode number 30 <laughs>
0: thank you everybody for joining us uh hope you guys enjoyed this episode and maybe it, it sparked you to go uh learn a little bit more about these finds i'm excited to maybe revisit
1: this next year yeah if you guys like this one if you like hearing about some of this history stuff just like let it, let us know what you like and, and we'll put more effort into that direction
0: yeah, exactly. That's what we always will do. We want to hear from you guys and hear what you like, what you uh, even if you don't like it. Yeah, um, you tell know, your enemies. Be like, go back to you know bees and Vikings. And stuff. Well, well, this was Viking stuff. It was, <laughs> it it was. <laughs> but,
1: but yeah, th- we we always love a, we always love a little little interaction with you guys
0: well thanks again and uh, yeah hit us up on the socials tell us what you want to hear next Uh, I think our next episode might be a pretty decently big one on the history of mead yeah Um, deep dive yeah we might have a couple episodes before that comes up because we actually will research hard on that one that might be a couple episodes I think we just talked for two hours true yeah we are uh, at least recording time and maybe not full podcast time we are one hour and 40 minutes
1: ooh
0: yeah this might be a part one part two yeah that'd be cool yeah might as well why not yeah, break it up. Right. We'll be safe out there. Uh, go drink some mead. Come to the Mead Hall. Enjoy uh, all the different cool events that we have at the Mead Hall. We've got some some cool stuff always, always going on.
1: Always. Yeah. And and of course, thank you for listening to the Meadcast. 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 Meadcast.